Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. you guys but i'm fucking feeling really old old that's that's me that's me the way i feel um and i don't know what it is lately dude like it's it's definitely been the gray hair and the fact that i feel like i've kind of put on a bit of weight but i just worked a shit ton of that because i went vegetarian so well, Ew. well no wonder you really? feel like shit Duh. Well, there you have Fucking it. Eat meat, you asshole. Well, no, I went vegan for a week, and that ruined me. And that's how. That's all. How thanks. Dare you? What are the cows going to do for an empl- for employment? Uh, I don't know. Um, work in a call center. Oh, f- the fucking don't go there. Oh, I won't. No, no one should have to do that ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, man, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like I kind of went into this weird, weirdo midlife crisis and, um, uh, fucking, I just played a bunch of JRPGs and, and I'm sure I'll talk about that, but also marathon the shit out of gargoyles. I watched all the, all of them, all of them in one night and they're all available by this one YouTube user and fucking, and he did a really good job of like uploading them. And holy shit, man, I-, I will go as far as to say that Gargoyles is the breaking bad of its time. Those are strong words. Yeah, especially when you're talking about the third season. Oh, dude, uh, you've seen nothing I like the fourth th- season. I like the third season. I love the third season. That's, that's, oh, the, wait. that's the time-traveling canoe season, right? No, that's the second season. I thought we were talking about Breaking Bad for a second. No, that's the second season. The third season is uh, where the creator... And uh, none of the writers really came and read it, uh, wrote for it. It was um, fucking just a bunch of dudes from uh, ABC, but they got the same animators. The only mm-hmm. the, it's just the writing staff changed, but there were some cool stories. And essentially, what had happened is the gargoyles were revealed to the human public, and Xanatos fucking steps in, and he, I don't know, he cleans house, and he's he's just like, dude, I am so sorry, you saved my son. I'm I'm gonna make up for my my evil my evil ways. And, uh, yeah, no, I kind of liked it. I just, they, they knew the show was going to get canceled. I like what they did with this. They knew the show was going to get fucking canceled. So instead of let it be one of those awkward, um, episodes like fucking freaks and geeks style, um, they, they, they wrote the fucking actual show to an end and actually brought a conclusion as the last episode. You got to admire that. I admire it. I still, I I still like the time traveling canoe. Okay, I have to say, <laughs> and the and Phoenix Gate and the Eye the, of Odin and the dog, because it's Rocks. just just Goliath and the Goliath and the dog. I that should know. be the spinoff, Goliath and the dog. Goliath and the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but dude, no, I just love like the fact that there is a lot of uh, 
dude, there's a lot of fucking uh, Star Trek voice actors, dude. Fucking Jonathan Franks, David Xanatos, best voice actor, other than Goliath's voice actor, which is fucking, I think it's Keith David, that fucking dude, the one who's just like, it's uh, the Navy guy. Yeah. And it's the uh, and it's Captain Anderson from Mass Effect. Oh fucking shit! Yes, it is. Blew my mind. It is. Just close your eyes and pretend you're playing Mass Effect while you're watching Gargoyles. Dude, in an age where the sword and superstition ruled, who's the age of darkness? Mass Effect. Fucking gladiator side story as Mass Effect DLC. Oh my god! Holy shit, though. Like, that that show has aged so goddamn well. Like, there's even, like, you know it's obviously, like, a gun safety commercial, but even the way it's handled is just done so well. Like, that shit, oh, man, go watch it. Like, I, I really, like, if anything deserves to be remade or brought back, it's that fucking show. Like, there's a lot of historical references in that show, too. I don't know. Good show. But, good show. Yeah, do Gargoyles. The Breaking Bad of its time. Dude, fuck my mailman, too. My piece of shit. Okay, so no joke. Okay, so I use a, a public mailbox. In this public mailbox, I, I have a slot just like everybody else. And it's a it's one of those public utility multi-slot mailboxes. And my package fit the exact circumference of the like fucking perimeters and volume of my box. So the box was fucking flush. Within my my entry hole, my cubby hole, and there it, I couldn't even fucking fit it out. It's like you know how the back end is just a, a slide door, and you could just shove it in. It doesn't have that same opening in the front, so I couldn't even get my package out. So what I did is I ended up cutting out the side of my box and just taking out my package that way. Luckily, not damaging my goods. And then I wrote, "Jesus Christ, you. that sounds awfully dirty." Yeah, that entire sentence did not sound <laughs> very good at all. <laughs> Yeah, it was all pretty bad, but, um, yeah, no, I, cu- I cut that box out, um, but I left the box in there, like, it's entrails, and I just wrote fuck you and Sharpie, so I'm so looking forward to, like, my mailman seeing that. That guy's a dick. He ruins all of my mail, including my magazines. Like, I had to get a separate... you leave boxes in your mailbox and say fuck you on them. Well, <laughs> I-, I-, I feel that I'm in the right, <laughs> so... <laughs> Just to keep in you know, mind. It's just like, leave a, leave a small message on the back side of the door. Hey, bitch. Yeah. Pretty, no, I didn't want to do that because uh, then you could he could just surmise that it could have been anyone. I wanted to leave it in that box so he knew it was number 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of antagonistic behavior, this week on Press Fodge Radio, we're going to be talking about violence in games. The fucking... Boy, all howdy, gee, golly whiz. Sweet, sweet violence. Oh, mm-hmm. bloody massacre. Let's do it. Wah, wah.
I think we've got kind of a short show, which kind of works out because we we just got some new reviews in. Apparently, you guys don't like us having a long show. So, so well, apparently, so you don't like George hours, talking man. into eternity. And well, we know who's not coming back next episode. So <laughs> <laughs> I've already sat one out. Oh man, yeah, and I you still got to go play it. You still got to do it. I had a tag in my wife. Yeah, no, you had to tag in your wife because you couldn't handle it. <laughs> but no, actually, I got to admire James. He did some brave shit, but we'll get into that after the introduction. So there's me. My name's George. You know that already. Apparently, I talk too much, and Sarah's a dick. He's Sarah. The guy's a dick. You and, dick. Uh, yeah, he's a big, big, big old dick. Oh, the God <laughs> voice is back, bitch. Ugh, you, you're a bastard. Anyway. Yes, I understand this. This is common knowledge by now. Lousy bastard. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, so where was I? Oh yeah, my name's George. Hey, George, yeah, please do tell. Yeah, this is me, Sarah. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, oh, you know, hanging in there. I went full Chernobyl the other day. I'm still kind of recovering from that. I, I still, you're gonna have to explain just what exactly that means because you you said that in text message and <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, I totally, totally melted, me. totally melted down. Oh, so yeah, it's been a struggle getting back up, but uh, yeah, it's been a, a journey. We'll say journey is a journey. Um, James yeah. is quite possibly one of the fucking bravest people I know. I don't know. <laughs> I felt like he just had to had to do something after all the shit we gave him last week. Um, but I I don't know. He's I'm probably not the first. It wasn't but, that bad. It wasn't like uh, dude, a horrifying. I I couldn't do it. I yeah. I, well, I've I've played through the first and the second like pretty much three times already. So so I wasn't as emotionally scarred going into three, four, and five. So yeah, just just for some context, uh, so James couldn't get any version of Walking Dead to work for him. <laughs> so uh, he ended up marathoning one through five in one sitting on the PC. It wasn't too bad. I just, I, I've got some bandages wrapped around my arms, and I've got liver cancer. So, yeah, wasn't that bad. Yeah, your you know, soul must be made of like <laughs> a fucking black licorice in Nancy Kerrigan's legs. It oozes. Oh, my soul does ooze a little bit. Yes, it's no longer like a gaseous mass. It's just an mm. ooze. I always mix those two up. Is it Nancy Kerrigan or Tanya Harding? Who's the victim? Nancy Kerrigan was the victim. That's, Tanya yeah. Harding yeah, I was knew the it. bitch. I knew pipe. it. Yeah, Tanya Harding was the bitch. See, I got I did fucking I done good this one. Um, Her porno was terrible. What? Oh, shut up! I did not know this. <laughs> Express, dude. This <laughs> this shouldn't be something you should look into. I don't know. Like it's like it's filmed on a webcam. Go look it up. Oh, fuck! I'm gonna after you now. No. Um. One of my God, fucking like buddies. So we webcam. were. Um. Yes. One of my buddies uh, is like right now we're getting together and we're uh, ordering a, a W uh, a fucking Nintendo World Championship repro, and somehow or other, um, we got access to it. I had no idea these existed, and I bought them, and I don't care. And I heard they're kind of hard to find. I don't know. I think the dude just didn't know what he had. But um, uh, and it, again, this is just some of the more of the the nastiness that is Craigslist. But um, we're Craigslisting random shit. And somehow or other, um, 
we were just putting in keywords and with Super Mario Brothers, um, there a, a porno lot came up. And we're like, what? And it just named off like a bunch of different pornos. And one of them was Super Horneo Brothers. Super Horneo Brothers. Yeah, that has, uh, yeah. what's his name in it? Ron, Ron Jeremy. Yeah, Ron, that's right. Yeah. I bought the lot so I can get those oh, two. Oh, you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to pop them in. <laughs> God. Uh, I don't know I, what's I worse, to... the, fact, the fact that you bought them or the fact that you're uh, going to be popping them in in the near future. I don't know if I should yet. Like I've I've been like kind of psyching myself out, but like so far it's definitely been one of the, the the not so good decisions I've made. I don't know. I just need to get off Craigslist, man. Like Craigslist has been like a hit and well, hits that should feel like misses. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, did you ever uh, did you ever get in contact with Igor again? Yeah, dude, you missed that out. Yeah, fucking got my Jag CD. It works. Sick. We're playing did the you, shit out of a. Uh... Did you look in the <clears throat> trunk this time? No, I did. Uh, I did not. Um. Oh, did you mean? Did I get a hold of him again? Yeah, again. Yeah. Oh, I was like, dude, that that no, sounded I awfully sketchy. It, dude, it it was it was so fucking sketchy. But dude, the it was just insane. Some of the shit he was listing off. Me and we are actually talking about it because um we also learned about Famicom converters. Me and my buddy fucking Yonin. So. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Again, like I learned so much in the span of like these last five days. But some NES carts uh actually have converters in them instead of just like localizing the game. They Oh yeah, like uh what was that one? Gyromite, I think yeah. is one of the Gyromite's like the most common one. So we found the converter and now he's currently building a, a Famicom converter for himself. Huh. And he's Sick. like fucking cutting down like a cart so that way a Famicom cart can just pop into it and he's trying to do it like all legit and make a custom label and shit for it. I don't know. I, I chanced upon a uh, a commercial converter, I don't know, maybe about eight years ago for like five bucks. That's a flea market. And, I had yeah. no idea such a thing even existed. Really? Because like, I mean, you look at those, you know, the multi-carts from like way back when, right? Oftentimes they they came in two parts. Well, that is actually a Famicom converter right there. Huh? Yeah, I I did not know that. Um, I it's think the, the only the only the two rarest multi carts that I have. Um, one that I got by complete mistake. The other that I spent a ridiculous amount of money on. That I'm just like whatever. I have it. Um, I got the Action Fifty Two, which I'm going to stream one of these days. I'm getting my top loader modified <laughs> so I can stream <laughs> it. Gross. Uh, fucking action yeah. 52 it's so bad cheetah man that's really all it's good for but i know. found this dude yeah dude i don't know i came across some fucking weird sites because okay i found this dude um well game case world officially retired and they're dumb and it made me so Shitty. mad and i found out there's they have a competitor actually has more like they do jack cases too i just got their cases today that was a package that i had the fucking like um, you know, like ham fuck out of the mailbox. So I, and, and I'm checking out the quality of these cases and they're just, they're so immaculate. And the dude straight up, like, unlike the other guys, he'll do custom orders for free and he does free shipping and this shit's pretty legit. So now nice. I'm just like, now I just got to buy, I, I just dude like putting them on my shelf right now. I'm like, uh, but now I need more shelves. Like, dude, so much has happened to me in the last week just to catch you guys up. But I want to I want to hear from you, Sarah, and everybody. But I don't know. We got we got so much to talk about. And it's cool, too, because 
This is such we a have slow... so much to talk about in so little time. Yeah, yes, we do. Dude, it, and it's it's cool though because it's a slow ass news week. Um, in fact, yes. I still don't even know who bought what from THQ yet. It's all still up in the air, isn't it? I do. Uh, oh, you do. Things. They got they got nope. a lot of the stuff written, like like actually finalized on most of the stuff so far. When did that happen? Well, About at least I mean, last they got week, all the yeah. hype. Yeah, the um, Monday or Tuesday, I think. Tuesday, I think, was when the auction was. Well, yeah, it was the twenty third. I just didn't know that people already finalized the grabs. Um, share with I know. Well, I, I think Ubisoft got the South Park game. Ubisoft, yeah, Ubisoft yeah. got the South Park game. Sega got Relic. Oh, that's what they got. Yeah, I heard they had scored something. Uh, and fucking what was it? Saints Row Two. There, that developer. They got picked up by. Koch Media, otherwise it's, it's, known as Deep Silver. <laughs> oh it, no! It's dude. Coke, by the way. Coke. Sorry, I say Koch because I'm American. Koch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, dude. Deep Silver. Those are like those dudes have been around for a while. Like they did the Eternal Champions game for Sega CD, and they did the Let's Play games for oh. Nintendo DS. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Everyone seems to forget about Dead Island, though. That's, that oh, was, yeah, they did that, fucking that Dead was... Island. Oh god, that's the news. I, dude, got a I little talked bit about that. Stuff. I talked about that in, in. Okay, so that's one thing. So, buddy, um, Frank DePercio from fucking Hey Poor Player. Yeah. Apparently, me and him, dude, we fucking butted heads. I think the statue's what? fucking disgusting. He doesn't see an issue with it. In fact, he's he got really pissed off at uh, like how everybody overreacted. What what statue? Uh, oh. the fucking, the female torso statue that came with the UK collector's Oh, edition. this thing is so stupid looking. It's not even That's... the fact that it's stupid looking, it's just, like, I don't know. It's in poor taste. I think, uh, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's completely tasteless, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I actually know people that would actually get one. And well, I, I scratch my head at that, but whatever. If you, if you think that'll look good in your bedroom slash living room slash wherever the fuck. Go just for to it. explain, just to explain again. Stuff away. Well, okay, so just to explain again, uh, I think it's tasteless for the context. And, like, even then, like, and, and granted, even in general, yeah, it's still kind of lazy looking. I mean, there, there could have been more detail with it. But I think in the context in which it is, it's not, I mean, it's just, it's, it's there for objectification. The fact that cleavage is, cleavage is kept perfectly intact. Is, is like a big sign and just just the way it was all done I don't like however like I can't I can't really be the contrarian or or, or the, I'm sorry not the contrarian the hypocrite and say that I haven't enjoyed if not more tasteless things that may be perceived by others but in a completely different venue because I, I follow a lot of modern art I'm talking Alex Pardee David Cho David Cho is the worst offender David Cho is just fucking like, it, I, I wish I could just say it without feeling tasteless on the air, but, like, I'm going to say this in a wholehearted, like, literal sense of, like, what this man is. Like, the dude's, like, part black midget, part transvestite, part, like, everything controversial and shock factor that he incorporates to display some sort of, like, meaningful image of art that he does. It's That's his take on modern art. And some of it's overlined. Some of it I appreciate. I follow that dude. I follow Alex Pardee. David, uh, or I just mentioned David Cho, uh, Skinner, fucking Danny Dickblood. Danny Dickblood's like some of the worst shit too. Danny Dickblood? That's his art name, Danny Dickblood. 
Okay. I have some of his pieces. I'll fucking shoot some of your way sometime. Some of them are pretty rad, to be honest. But um, yeah, that's it's that you know that's modern art though. That uh, guy sounds uh, sounds second in grossness only to vagina blood ferrets. I've never heard about that either, but way to go. Yeah, let's, let's, let's not get into specifics. Way to go. That is probably the worst thing we've said on this show. <laughs> way to go, man. I did, I, I'm did. i pretty sure the old man that heard me say that in the parking lot one day is a little more emotionally scared. She fucked up his pacemaker or something. Yes, I did. With your horrible heart. Um... Yes, I don't know. Yeah, that and and he was just basically kind of using the same argument I was using, but saying I was wrong for it because it was just like if this was done in comic books or any other venue of nerddom, like it wouldn't be so fucking controversial. But apparently we're lauding this for like, I don't know. He he just didn't see the harmony. He was in that camp. And I, I'm surprised about how just how big that camp was. Apparently that camp was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. I don't know. I think I think that if it was uh, even if it was like associated with comic books or any other medium, it would still be just as controversial, really, because, you know, it's a bloody torso with pristine boobs. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people kind of use the arguing point. Like, what if it was a male torso? I'm just like, yeah, I think it still would have been bad. To be honest, yeah, but if you think of it, though, a male torso is just a slab of meat with nipples. Yeah, I mean, and not only that, in terms of objectif- uh, objectification, in, in, in as far as the body's concerned, that's not that. What that's if they om- put pasties over the male nipples. Oh, God. <laughs> Shiny pasties. Oh man, class, where are you? Oh, you've been gone for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, what is that? New lowest class. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, I'm I am anti anti-statue and i think they've already come up with like uh quite i don't know a, a quite an adequate replacement like as far as they like did a test market for it in australia and i can't remember what it was exactly but it wasn't that bad i don't know i didn't mind it much um catch me up with you guys before we get into what's in your console sarah kind of miss you buddy what are you doing uh <clears throat> trying to take it easy i was laid off from my job so uh I've been uh, working on getting unemployment benefits, and that's pretty much it. I Well, you know what, though? That gives you a lot of time to do some shit for funsies. Well, I'm not much of a funsies kind of person. I've been using all of my time to either, you know, not do anything because I don't feel like doing anything, or working on other junk, which is really slow going these days. Man, unemployment in Canada sure sounds a lot like unemployment in America. <laughs> yeah, except not really. Oh. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I I can get into what I've actually been doing when we get into what's in our console. But uh, there we for go. The most, for the most part, I've been just kind of doing nothing for real. Dang, dog. James. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of indie games. Actually, Stevie lit a fire in my heart. Fucking Stevie, dude. Play. He, played, he hit me up with a bunch of, like, he just got, um, he got a review copy for Antichamber right now, and he's, like, all about that, but, um, he's been talking about some of the shit that he's gonna talk about Indie Drum, and then he's probably coming back on next recording. Um, we've got, ne- well, n- next month, like, we've got some shit, and then March is gonna be insane, because we've got, um, we've got GDC and PAX East, so there's that. 
fucking yeah, fuck it. Let's get into what's in your console. Let's Stay do away. it. <laughs> what's in your console? All right, James. Wow. Come at me. Wow. Uh, I've played a bunch of stuff. I really kind of just want to narrow it down to two things. Um, first, I want to narrow it down. Remember back in the, you know, the, the Zonky cast, I said my most anticipated game was Nino Kuni because it's going to prove to me whether or not old school Japanese RPGs could survive on a console. Nino Kuni has renewed my faith in the Japanese RPG. It is probably my favorite game of this console generation. Wow. One of my favorite games of this console generation. I have fallen head over heels in love with it. I think I told I told you, George, before the show, it's, it reminds me of a combination between Grandia and, like, Grandia and Pokemon had a baby. And that sold it to me. And, and sweet, speaking of which... A Ghibli um, baby? You sold me... <laughs> God damn it. You sold me uh, Borderlands 2, but I've yet to pop it in. But when we do, we're going to have to do some co-op on it. Me, you, and a- Andrew, I believe. Yeah, definitely. Borderlands 2. I told you, man, that, that should have been Game of the Year. Sorry. Nope. I, mean, I, I play Walking Dead, and I still think Borderlands 2 should have been Game of the Year. Um, fucking, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's always weird when you hear, like, uh, let's see. The one, everybody, like, I can, it's it's just funny that you can narrow down the people who didn't pick Walking Dead for Game of the Year. Um, like, the besties picked uh, Dishonored. Uh, Giant Bomb picked XCOM, and mm-hmm. XCOM's really good. It is very good. Uh, fuck, I can't remember who else like picked the uh the out of the out of the blue one. Um, that'll come to me sooner or later. I'll just shout it inappropriately. Spike picked Walking Dead for Game of the Year. <laughs> Everybody picked Walking Dead, but like, but for good reason. I don't think it was just some fucking you know trendy thing to do. And I and I still wholeheartedly stand by my decision, you know, just because the fact that a game made me feel like that and what it did is a turn in the direction that I want to see that video games take. So my wife just sat there when I was playing it. She just literally sat on my knee and stared at my face, waiting to see tears. <laughs> just kept and just kept yelling at me. If you don't cry, you're the most horrible person. In the world. <laughs> you don't have a soul. <laughs> I'm uh. like, uh, I can't. This is too much pressure. <laughs> Dude, it's so like I okay. I will say that the fifth episode is was one of the most anxious things that I've ever gone through. Like I don't think I quite expressed just how anxious that entire endeavor was. I I could not fucking really put the reality of just like how much it was hitting me, especially um, when I got to the hotel, which uh, I, I'll leave that as ambiguous as I can. Yeah, that so. that that part with the music and everything swelling is an amazing sequence in that game. Oh yeah, absolutely. But anyways, back to Nino Cooney. We talked about walking dead enough. You had a whole podcast for that shit. Yeah, there you go. Bam plug (laughs) back to Nino Cooney. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's such a whimsical, doesn't take itself really way too seriously. The most serious part about it starts in literally the first five minutes of the game. Uh, and I mean, it's not, the story is not stellar, like it's not like the greatest story ever told or anything, but it's it's fun to play and it's it's just I I can't stop smiling while I'm playing it. I, I enjoy like I enjoy pretty much every minute I'm playing to the point where I'm just grinding because I'm having fun. The combat system is kind of like Final Fantasy twelve for babies. 
Oh no! Why'd Shut you say up. that? No, don't don't worry about. Like I said, for babies, that means you can handle it, George. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> that sounds awfully so backhanded. <laughs> Fuck you so, so hard. You, you can handle it. So I, I suggest anyone who has a PS3 get it their hands if you can on a copy of this game because it's and, really good. It's the best. If okay, besides for the Persona re-release, I'll I'll give him that. It's probably one of the best JRPGs to come out this in this generation console generation, and I think uh, that surprised a whole bunch of people. What is it gonna say? Uh, but uh, by the way, to counter that and finish that, Final Fantasy XII is the combat system already made for babies because somebody else did it first. It was called Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> Are we just gonna walrus it? I'll walrus it back at you. <laughs> It also right. has the best story because it's not about my depressed emo ass walking through a wasteland. Done. Knock it off. I'm shutting it down. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, it's definitely a game that people need to play. Nino Kuni is great. It's awesome. It's wonderful. I, I do, dude, I will say that that game looks whimsical as shit. And I really, I just kind of need a whimsical game. I need a game that like kind of just puts in that, that charm of a fucking i don't know something that makes me feel young again or watch something that's in the spirit of like a, a, a classic animated tale not so much in the vein of disney but in the vein of, of something that ghibli could produce and like mm-hmm. all i keep hearing is it's it's definitely in the spirit of ghibli it so. is it's it's definitely like i said it does not take itself too seriously at all i mean it's all just like and, and your little red cape just wafting in the wind as you're running around it's just so it's so awesome I enjoy it. It takes me back to like the old like SNES and PlayStation One days of playing a new RPG, and I, I enjoy it. Uh, next, the other game I want to talk about is a neat little indie game I discovered on Steam Greenlight. Um, it's called Unepic. Uh, it came. It actually got quote unquote released back in 2011, but it's up for Steam Greenlight. And what it is, it's basically like a, it's basically a Metroidvania game where you're going around. This like from point to point, you need like certain weapons to access certain areas or certain skills to access certain areas, and like you're this guy who's playing D and D with his buddies, and he gets up to take a piss, and he turn, the lights go out and the lights come back on. He's in a castle, and you just have to explore this castle and defeat all these guardians to pretty much get out of the castle. And it's got like a bunch of like level up systems. Uh, it's really got some deep RPG mechanics in it. Uh, a lot of different types of armor and weapons to equip. And if there's one thing I love, it's equipping my dude with different types of armor and weapons that change your look and appearance in the game. And it's fun. It's 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 doesn't really have controller support. That's the only bad part. I mean, you can get around it. Uh, with like you know third-party programs and stuff, but it actually still plays well on a keyboard because you only require jump and attack. That's pretty much it. It's it's really good though. Um, everyone should check it out. Um, at the guy's website is where you can actually download the demo, unepicgame.com, and and give it a try and vote for it on Steam Greenlight. It deserves recognition. Fucking, I'm down. Uh, I actually checked it out and I really enjoyed it. Another, uh, what's funny, has you played the indie game? Because we got some copies of it and it and it went free to play uh, recently to where you could everybody can download it. I'm gonna sneak peek. That's one of the things that you're gonna see in the uh, this week's uh, Life Through the Pixel Glass. Have you heard of the game? You have to win the game. That's also on Greenlight. Who you have to win the game? No, I have not heard of that. Game. Dude, go 
please go download. You have to win the game. Like, uh, if you've had experience at all with it, Apple II games of any variety or Commodore 64 games, like, just the presentation alone is just it's so immaculate. And it automatically detects controller support, so you don't have to deal with bullshit joy to key. And it's just, it's so good. Like, I, I don't really want to take away from it, but it's definitely, it's... Imagine, like, all the subtleties of uh, Braid in, in terms of, like, all these uh, clues and writing on the wall quite literally. Uh, like, just subverting and hinting at something uh, much grander than what's being explained. And then, like, it kind of plays, like, uh, the way Prince of Persia... And um, out of this world would play where like it's a screen by screen Metroidvania and there's a, like a cryptic message at the bottom of each one. And like, dude, it's just it's so endearing. Just you, you have to play it. I'll send you guys some links to it. Uh, well, or you guys can wait Wednesday and just download it. That'll be featured in the next feature. But uh, when you were describing it, it kind of sounds like that but in a different direction. Like, mm. I don't know what it is. I, I don't. I can't get tired of Metroidvania. I really can't. Like when it's really done right. Either. I want I want a Mega Man game made Metroidvania style. Uh, it's already it already exists. It's on uh, DS. It's called Metroid. Uh, I'm sorry, Metroid. God damn it. Uh, Mega Man ZX. 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 Wow, that, I need to get that game. Yeah, it's a Metroid. It's basically if you ever played uh Mega the Mega Man Zero games mm-hmm. on uh, Game Boy Advance, it's that but in a Metroidvania format. In fact, I, I think the Mega Man Zero games are also kind of Metroidvania, aren't they? Mm, a little bit. Tiny bit. Tiny bit. Yeah, so check that out. You can, yeah, dude, in fact, get the collection on DS, too. Like, those are, like, it's so fucking criminal that nobody's really played those. Ah, I tracked down the second game of that series when I was at PAX Prime. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was the only one we were missing of the four, so... I'm missing... Oh, shit, I am missing the second one, I think. I got the one, three, and four. Yeah, son of a bitch. Isn't that weird? That is weird. No one has the second one. It's so hard to find. It was only (laughs) seven bucks. Dude, fuck off. We were going through my NES games, and then, like, uh, (laughs) one of my buddies... Again, same buddy, Nick, when we were just, like, kind of nerding out this whole week uh, amongst writing and whatnot, uh, he found that I had DuckTales 2, and he was tripping out. I'm like, dude, I can't believe you have it. Like, dude, like that's a two hundred dollar game, and I just didn't believe him. Went on eBay, it's like one forty to two hundred. I'm like, holy shit! I wonder how much Chippendales two is because that's the one I've been trying to get. It, it's the same thing, and I'm just so I'm fucking mad now. Like, I'm probably gonna get it on Famicom. I cannot justify spending that much on that game because Chippendales two isn't good. It's all right. It's just it's ah, man. It's, all the valuable games aren't good. Well, it's weird, isn't far. it? It's yeah, kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's like fucking eighties bimbos, fucking jazzercise the game. We jump on the fucking Nintendo Power Mat for an hour and a half. Also, Bubble Bath Babes. Yes. Oh, Bubble Bath Babes is all right. I have that in a repro cart. (laughs) I actually like (laughs) Bubble Bath Babes, but I actually just like the puzzle aspect of it. Um, There's some stupid poker game that's like 600 bucks as well. Oh, dude, yeah, that's one of those unlicensed games, but um, what was I going to say? Fuck, dude. No, I've been trying to get a hold of Mr. Gimmick, dude, and like it's so depressing because RetroZone just discontinued the repro for it, and I fucking waited too long. Ouch. Yeah, Mr. And, yeah, that was an unreleased one, wasn't it? 
Yeah, well, in America. Um, well, vaporware, yeah, American vaporware. And uh, you can't really find a Famicom cart too often, and one never really pops up. Not even like a JapanGameStock.com do they have a Famicom cart. It's just fucking disappeared. A PAL cart just showed up, and right now it's got like, I think, six days left, and it's over a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, that's too much. Nope. So, suppressing. James, entertain me. What else have you been playing? Well, uh, I mean, I don't really want to touch on those two games, but I came back to F. I actually got a hold of FTL too, and I would have voted for that for my indie game of the year if I would have played it before the Zonkies. I put fucking forty hours into that game. Jesus, the dude. game is redonkulous. I I Nothing know redonkulous. I saw you playing that a lot. Um, yeah, so, I was yeah. fucking on it for a solid like two, three weeks. It was amazing. Like uh, Star Trek. I got hooked on Hotline Miami uh, for a hot minute, but then I got near the end and the game won't stop crashing. And uh, it, I, I think I have to turn off Steamworks, but the game won't let me turn it off. <laughs> so I have I'm kind of at this point where I'm super pissed off about it. And like I'm thinking about just buying the executable. Again, like on its own, not get it through Steam, just so so I can finish the fucking game. And yeah, I was actually really surprised by that game. I really enjoyed it. That's I bought the soundtrack too. Like, well, I didn't buy the soundtrack. I reserved it. I'm waiting for it to fucking come out. So it's really good. I might. I don't know. You guys. Anybody check out Hotline Miami yet? I was really debating whether or not I'd get it or not. In the end, I. I decided against, but uh, I'll probably check it out very soon. It's good if you if you got you got to be patient and like it has its own little it has its, these like subtleties that you, that you really got to keep an eye out for, and uh, it's a bit subversive in the way that the gameplay just flows. It, when, when like you'll you'll have no idea just how organic like the dynamic of combat feels, even though you fucking die over and over. You for some like weird way. The game never feels cheap. You you just feel like you know you could do better. I don't know. I came back to it so many times. But now, my fucking game, I'm at the very end, and it's freezing every 15 minutes. And, like, it hard freezes my computer. So, like, mm. I, I have to fucking Lame. turn it off. Bad. Yeah, I tried, uh, I tried using uh, or playing the IREM arcade collection in, in, the win- in Windows 8. And, uh, yeah, that, that hard crashes my computer, too. And, and of course, there's no patch because, uh, you know, .emu is a bunch of assholes. Of course they are. Of course. Well, so, I don't know. FTL, now, have you gotten to the end yet? or like? Yeah, like, I I beat it. But did you have to ratchet down the difficulty? Um, I, Yeah, I beat it on easy. I have not gotten to, like, Sector 3 on fucking normal. I don't think anybody has. It's fucking ridiculous on normal. Yeah. I don't. I just don't understand. It's like Devil May Cry three status to where like normal isn't really normal. <laughs> no, it is ridiculously hard because like your shields just evaporate and fucking missiles just do insane amounts of damage. And the moment a missile hits, like every deck, every every like area of your ship just sets on fire. And fire just immediately kills anyone who isn't immune to fire. It's... And then if you open up a goddamn shift uh, or uh, vent. People just fly into space instead. Yeah, it's, it's they just instantly die. It's ridiculous on normal. 
it's freaking crazy. Yeah, I see. Like I kind of yeah, that's what I played. Cool, cool. All right, Sarah sounds like he's got. He's just fucking. He's got so much exciting shit that he had to wait till now to talk about. Sarah, what is in your console slash life slash tell me? Well, uh, I've been playing a lot of PC Engine games because I'm working on the whole Bullet Heaven PC Tengen thingy. Uh, I sat down and I played and beat like four out of the five games that I decided to film that one day. So I've got like five games worth of footage. Uh, so that that's on the way, which is cool and stuff. But I've also been playing a, a lot of other stuff on like Steven, Steam and, uh, and like mobile and stuff like that. Haven't really been playing anything big. Like, I don't know. When it comes to games, my PS3 and my Xbox 360 are just kind of sitting there collecting dust at these at this time. Uh, I'm only using my PS3 for Netflix, it seems. But, um, like, on... Uh, let's see, what have I been playing on Steam? I've been playing a lot of Runner 2, which I've been given the green light to talk about. Um, it's pretty amazing stuff. I won't give away too much though, because I'm going to be writing a review fairly soon. But if you, uh, if you go to Steam, you can pre-order it and it's coming out at the end of February slash the beginning of March. And, uh, I can safely say that whatever they're asking for, for Runner 2 is more than worth it. So, uh, check out the pre-order now. Uh, what else have I been playing? A lot of Super Hexagon. I've been playing a lot of Super Hexagon. That oh, dude, game. yeah, you motherfucker. Dude, so you're <laughs> this motherfucker. He just had to rub it in. Oh, yeah, before I, I continue, by the way, we're not doing select feedback this week. I don't know why I didn't mention that earlier. So we can go balls out. If James, you've been playing some more shit, fucking add in, dude. This is a uh, round table. Every time I'm on my computer and I got five minutes, I will boot up Super Hexagon and play Super mm -hmm. Hexagon for five minutes and then stop. Sarah's fucking, I think he's king so far of the cast. This motherfucker's got 65 seconds. 66 seconds. I, I got 56 <clears throat> seconds on the easy difficulty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so, and I've also got like uh, 54 seconds on Hexagoner. Uh, on, on Hexagon, I have 44. On Hexagoner, I have 32. Yeah, I've, I've actually got up to 17 seconds on Hexagonist. Dude, I cannot, so, like, I've noticed, though, there's a big change in just, like, because that game, like, surprisingly enough, like, the rhythm involved with that game is actually a bit more crucial just in the, the hand-eye coordination in communication between what what you react to and what happens as it switches. Because mm -hmm. I realized that, like, I played it, I played it a lot on my phone, and I always play it on silent. Uh, I turned on the sound, finally, to, like, you know, hear Jen Frank and, and hear the music. And I just noticed, like, there was definitely an increase in my success. Just there, there's something about the way the hexagons twist and turn. They slightly do it rhythmic to the beat. Mm -hmm. And, like, as long yeah. as you pick up on it, you you actually, like, it's it sort of everything feels organic from that point, And it's just native to know when to turn direction. Like, it's so fucking weird. I love playing that game with a good set of headphones. The, the soundtrack in that game is just a stack. Yes, pretty bitching. Yeah. What's not so bitching is the fucking leaderboards because there are people on there with times that correlate to 4.8 billion years. Mm. Assholes. That, that fucking ruins it for everyone. That no, that's just that's a testament of just how good the game is. 
it's so fucking weird, dude. Terry Cavanaugh, son of a bitch, man. Done good. Um, but yeah, no, Super Hexagon, and like, it went on sale, I believe again on Steam. I haven't picked it up on Steam yet, but I'm going to. Dude, I went balls out on the Steam sale, and I have, I have not really touched a, a, a really spectacular amount. I touched Esther Vapor, that shmup. Um, Ether Vapor. Ether Vapor. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that one's actually, really I, good. I, I picked that up too, actually, uh. And it turns out that my my new PC that I picked up uh, is able to record it. So, uh, looks like PC reviews are now on the table. Yeah, the only it's... problem is that fucking Jamestown is still a bitch to record. There's a lot going on in that game that even this PC doesn't like. There's a lot going. Yeah, I don't think Jamestown really runs friendly on any PC, but it is. Oh, already... it runs. It runs friendly, sure. But if you try to record it, it drops down to a crawl. Um. Well, if it's any consolation, that's been one of the confirmed games that's coming out for Ouya. So. Oh, sick! That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's already got like uh, the Android Go. So like, yeah, there's a surprisingly a, a big amount coming out to Ouya. Like, I'm I'm stoked, dude. I I'm not looking forward to any of the other like fucking flood of Android based consoles. Though. Like, I I just I can't believe GameStick got funded the way it did. That did that the thing does not look appealing in the slightest. Did you guys I don't see know. that? That that JXD thing I I showed <laughs> you, uh, George is pretty. I kind of like it. I'm trying to remember that the JXD thing. It, um, it's uh it's this uh it's basically it's a port it, portable Android system and it comes with a whole shit ton of emulators already preloaded on it. Neo Geo, SNES, Genesis, PlayStation, N64. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And it's got it's got two it's basically got two sticks, two shoulder buttons. All the face buttons and the a D-pad, and it looks pretty cool. And it's it's like two hundred bucks, I think, is what they're shooting for. It looks pretty cool. I like it. I just settled. Like I'm not big on like I I don't like emulation at all. But I think I finally settled on what I am willing to emulate, and I really do. And I'm trying to find a way at this moment to successfully emulate Commodore 64 and Amiga games. Like I gotta, and I think the only way I can do it is with my Xbox. So I'll get back to you guys on how I do that. But, well, I mean, uh, technically, we virtual console, but yeah. Well, yeah, but like, no, I mean, like Amiga ass Amiga games. Like, I I want to oh, play okay. fucking like, straight like, at. Yeah, like I want to play Scooby Doo, like on the Spectrum and shit, dude. Like, I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, I don't know. I fell into a really old game well, um, but I've been playing a little bit of everything. I would say if you're if you're looking into ZX Spectrum, that's like old as shit. Yeah, I just want it's to. It's not particularly in a good way either. Nah, I don't know. I, I it's just really weird. Like all the shit that kind of fell into me as of late. Um, but yeah, other than Super Hexagon, talk at me. Uh, is it you? Okay, so you recorded four. Oh no, five PC Engine games. Can't talk about yeah. any of them though, right? Uh, well, I guess I could. Like, what's the difference, right? It's not like people consider Bullet Heaven to be a show around here, anyway. No, I do. <laughs> Yeah, no, I couldn't believe that. Like, someone what? actually what? responded to me. Yeah, someone, I, I asked, like, it's like, okay, hold on a second. How am, uh, how, how is this show the only video game show in Atlantic Canada when I've been doing this shit for five years? And uh, some guy responded, and he's like, I don't consider Bullet Heaven a review show. It just sounds weird. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Aww. He's like, no, I didn't say video or channel. I said show. So it got me to thinking. 
I wonder if uh, in Bullet Heaven Season 5, if I really upped the ante and made every episode a half hour long with three segments. Oh, man. I think that's... I, you could, but I don't know if you can get that much out of a, a shooter. Like, oh, I think you that's could, but not, not a single shooter. It's like three, like I said, three segments. Oh. So you focus on a new shmup, retro shmup, indie shmup. Ooh, ooh, can we talk about what me and you were talking about real quick? I kind of want to talk about that. What? The one thing. One what? Thing, the thing okay. I'm sending you. The one thing. Oh, oh yeah. All right. <laughs> So this is a this is a non sequitur. Fuck it. I'm just gonna throw it in. Me and me and Sarah are gonna do a bullet heaven together. And it's true. I'm not. I'm already not looking forward to it. <laughs> and I am at the same time. Um, fucking, we're uh, dude. We're gonna do Trevor McFur in Crescent Galaxy. It's gonna uh, be fun. Just it so, sounds so bad, dude. Sounds if, dirty. If, if, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Holy shit. Uh, but for real. Uh, when you describe it as this year's D Force, that gets me wondering. It's, it, dude, it's pretty bad. I, I kind of, I want to save to talk about it when we do it, but that, mm. that game, I, I knew it was kind of going to kind of be bad, but yeah, that's, that's probably the level. worst Jaguar game I fucking played. It's really? Yeah, that is the worst Jaguar game I've played, and like I'm, I've played like. Almost every Jaguar game, like I, Jaguar ass Jaguar games, like Jaguar, like I I can get through the end of Cybermorph and I can enjoy it, like oh god, yeah, dude, like I, I I'm fucking and I'll talk about that in a bit, but I'm playing like what everybody considers like one of the most notoriously bad Jaguar games and yeah, um, it's not I don't know, it's so motherfucker, it's so weird. But um, all right. Talking me. It's kind of some... like it's kind of like how people ba- uh, bag on the 32x, but there's some pretty decent shit on that system. I fucking love the 32x. Fuck Sha- Shadow Squadron is awesome. Shadow Squadron, Calibri, Knuckles Chaotix, yeah, sure. Tempo, Space Harrier, That's best version of Mortal Kombat. Freaking Tempo. Tempo. Tempo's get... so good on it. Yeah. Fuck all Pricey. y'all. Pricey. Yeah, it's but, worth uh, it. Yeah, maybe. I I could see that. Um. I'll tell you what I got, though. I got friggin' Magical Chase, my friend. Oh, I can't believe you got that. Well, I I'll, I'll, I'll confess something in a bit, but yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and it's <laughs> it was a comparative bargain at $220. But uh, it would have been uh, a lot more expensive to go the U.S. route, I think. Because I think the last auction went for like 2000 Yeah, fuck all that. Yeah. But uh, that game is fucking great. Is it? Is it? Do you really feel satisfied with the money you spent on it? I do. I mean, it's got a Hitoshi Sakamoto soundtrack, right? There, so that alone is worth the price of admission. There is a game that I'm considering spending uh, three hundred and fifty dollars on, and well, I because I know you were bagging on me for spending a, a, a chunk of change at PAX there. Um, that. no, the, I was bagging on you for Salamander. Like, yeah, yeah, for spending that, sixty bucks on Salamander. That was a good game. It is a good, a good game. game. Fuck you. Okay, so what what's your three hundred bucks? No, three hundred and fifty dollars. Um okay. it's 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 some obscure ass shit. It's uh it's fucking I haven't spent it yet. I'm still dancing around. Um <laughs> it's Zenki for the PCFX. Zenki. Oh PCF I, I saw that. When did you get that thing? Uh I got it uh fucking I got it two weeks ago and I got it in a lot and it was it sold in America. And I got it, and it came with two of the games I wanted for it, too, in the lot. 
So I was even more stoked. I'm like, yep, I'm going to get it. And it was affordable. It was 200 bucks. Nice. Very nice. I was like, yep, get it. And fucking, I got, uh, but there's not like, there's like 15 games for it though. No, it's no, there's 62 in total. And I have, and I have two of the most expensive ones. So I'm stoked. Zenki is the other expensive ass one. Zenki. What? Okay. Explain to me what this does. Oh, it's an action side scroller game with uh Street Fighter quarter circle elements. That's it. Okay. It just it looks fucking cool. <laughs> like I don't know about it, it just looks cool. Like I heard it plays fucking awesomely too. Like everything about that game, like that game that game is Japan the game. Like <laughs> that that alone <laughs> is kinda sold it to me. Just like every time I kinda YouTube it and I see it. But I don't know. Nah, uh, nah, I think I got you uh I got you there. I got Japan the game. Uh <laughs> I never expected this to be the place that I'd find great music, but Aicho Aniki, man, that's got some awesome music in it. I'm not going to lie. It does. If you look up the song Adam Heat Brother, that song is incredible. Hmm. So, and, and it's, it's a, it's side scrolling shooter, right? But again, like you say, uh, it's, it's got like the Street Fighter elements to it where you do, uh, moves to, to to fight off your opposition, it's pretty neat. Well, I think we're boring, James. I gotta just make sure. He's yeah. What? He's, what? Uh, what? <laughs> her, I heard the snoring. What? 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 Um. <laughs> so many bullets. Uh, no, we haven't even talked about fucking shoot 'em ups. We've been talking uh, about Japanese, dude. Neo Geo, the Turbo Graphics, meh. PC Engine. Peace. Oh, PC. That's what it's all about. It. I was uh I was thinking about sending him my extra Sega Saturn. I don't know anymore because I came up on one. I, I want a Sega Saturn and Albert Odyssey. So I, I think it'd be Albert Odyssey, but I'll send you Sega Saturn. I'm sending out Andrew's foam, Sarah's uh Jaguar, Sean's oh, are Sega. You, are CD. you sending? Are you sending along that copy of uh, and Star- and the Star Soldier? I, yes. I gotta fucking put that one on the checklist. So yeah, there's that. Um, Shit. Well, have you? Well, yeah. Let's just formally transition. So, ha- have you been playing anything else, dude? Um, I don't think I have. I think it's just mostly uh that stuff that I've. Been- oh, I played those Sega AM2 fighting games that I reviewed. So yeah, I, I was really surprised with the one choice that you said held up the most. I'm gonna admit, yeah, like I was incredibly you surprised. surprised. You were surprised. I was surprised. Let me tell you. I was actually uh, hoping that Virtual Fighter would be a lot better, but man, something about that version, something about it just doesn't feel right. And I used to be able to play the Saturn version very, very well, so it didn't transition exactly as it should have, I don't think. So, boo earns on that. Oh, also, <laughs> <playing about that. laughs> so, boo earns. Oh, boo earns. Boo earns. God damn it. Wait, wait, so, okay. Um, I'm saying blue words. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Sonic the Fighters actually, uh, we played the shit out of it because I have it on um, Sonic Gems, but I'm thinking about just buying it so I can play it online with people on uh, XBLA. Five bucks is fair. It's it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, I mean, the high definitions to it is pretty decent as well. Oh, plus, they, uh, in, they uh, restored a, a lost character. Oh, that cat chick, right? Yeah, yeah, the one that's based off of the chick in uh, Fighting Vipers. Huh, I completely forgot yeah. about that. All right, now yeah. I definitely have to get that. Holy They're shit. sorter, yeah. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? I thought, 
uh, man, we, we would just get super fucking nerdy at this point, so I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah. but, hey, George, uh, what's your console? Fuck. All right. I'm going to try to condense all this because I really, I was really hoping both of you assholes would go longer so I wouldn't be the obnoxious one. Um, okay, so real quick, I'll just that, condense it. That might be mathematically impossible. Oh, fuck you guys. Anyway, <laughs> um, so DMC, Devil May Cry. Yes. Huge uh, surprise. It is Holy really good. Shit, it is so good. The, literally, this game would be better than Bayonetta if not for one crucial flaw. Like, seriously, one fucking flaw has held this game back from being perfect to me. And like I feel like I can I can legitimately say that apology accepted ninja theory and apologies back at you. Please do everything like this forever. <laughs> um the one big flaw and like it's funny that not a lot of I think I was the only one to bring it up. I argued a lot with um Chris from Destructoid about it cuz he said it didn't really bug him much but um I don't know if and James. I'm assuming you played it. I don't know about you, Sarah. You should, by the way. You really should. Um, I'm a little way. I'm like I'm like three chapters into it, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. What are you playing on Nephilim? I, I'm playing on Devil Hunter because I got bad action games. I have some arthritis. Uh, okay. Um, so I can't play on harder difficulties. So. When you do, that's a no excuse. I got some nasty arthritis, and I can schmup it up like the we, best of them. Are we gonna fucking nerd it out? I don't want to. Yes, I, I need a turbo button. Oh man, do they <laughs> okay. even make turbo controllers anymore? <laughs> I just realized that. I don't think they do. Holy shit! Somebody, one of you, find me a turbo controller for the Xbox. Any of you listening? Oh yeah, they do. The the they release these Call of Duty controllers that have flip switches on the back that turn like shit oh. in the turbo. They also have these controllers called Mind Force, and they've got some really um, unintentionally hilarious packaging. Huh? Yeah. Well, I think know? I took a pic. I think I took a picture of it. I think we'll show notes that it's pretty funny. I'm down to show notes. Speaking of, of shitty controllers, has anyone used that Avenger thing? I want to know what. Oh, God, I I really want to know what the a- alien like, hand. Going back to this. What fucking <laughs> alien hand that thing was designed for? I. I don't know. I want to know how people fucking play Zombie U or Wii U games with a stylus. I really want to fucking know. Show me. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, you fucking do do a let's play with with you. I want to see it because I don't believe any of you stupid fuckers on Twitter. Not one bit. Um, but shit, no, I I I have not. But I haven't even seen that in like retail stores. Is that even available? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, yep. Man, I just I've been I've been kind of like a homebody because I've been busy reviewing because I also reviewed um, Anarchy Reigns. Uh, it's so not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's uh, that that review is going up tomorrow, and that, that is not good. It's my, tomorrow morning. My friend, I am looking forward to this. Dude, it is just not good. It it it's just lazy. That's a lazy. Like I was severely disappointed. How lazy that game was done by Platinum. There's hardly any variety to it. It's it's the most rinse and repeat game I've ever played in. Regardless of the stellar voice acting or some of the funny quips and, and like small trinkets of personality, the game's fucking dull and boring. Like that is the worst campaign. The multiplayer is quite honestly the worst offender, and it's all because of the matchmaking. Yeah. So and, and I'll mention that. Basically, this game's already been out for a year. 
So you're going to play, and unless you make it region-specific, which good luck catching a ping if you fucking do, like really, really good luck. Um, if you make it to where it's open to regions, everybody you play against is level 50. And like that game isn't based on skill. It does the Call of Duty thing. Like the, It does the Call of Duty thing to a T, to where it's just equipable perks and, and abilities that really fucking sandwich that out. And where Activision, uh, or, well... Really depends whether it's um, Infinity or Treyarch. They both like they've managed to put like a pretty intricate matchmaking system to base like you know what would be considered fair in in matchups for different perks, especially with the pick ten in Black Ops Two. There's like no thought behind the matchmaking system in Anarchy Range. You're just fucking thrown in. So literally, dude, like you are either an albatross for your team or you are just fucking dying repeatedly, and you, there's no skill. Because there's nothing you can do. And even if you were, like, intricate in the dodges and the maneuvers that you use, you, you hardly have a chance. And, like, the, 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 the charm of that game quickly wears off. Like, I'm surprised anybody, like, feels good about that game. I would be, I would be legitimately surprised. I, but, yeah, you'll read more about that. Um, and those review games. I've been playing Seduce Me. I, don't, I can't talk about it too much because I haven't been able to finish a review yet. But I will say that that's a fucking terrible game, too. <laughs> um, just because I thought um, I'm supposed to get all the bad games, dude. No, I got I fucking got the shit into the stick. Um, kind of, kind of looks like we've all gotten our uh, our crap game on, huh? Well, no, because like that game, it's it's a visual novel game type game where where you go and you talk to women and and you basically and it's it's got the graphic details where you can get and and do your thing. It's very adult oriented, mm. but it's so boring because there's it's... no. This is Xbox Indie, isn't it? No, this is PC. It's, it's adult. It 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 veiled Steam Greenlight mm. because it was too so, adult. So it's like straight up age game. It's age game, like like hardcore age game, but it's not. But it's uh, realistically portrayed. The art style is very much of a of a comic book rendition of in terms of anatomy. Um, okay. But that none of that matters because the game's fucking boring. Um, I'll tell you. I'll say it right now. Uh, there's no conversation trees really involved. Instead, you just play blackjack or a form of blackjack, and it's it's like an RPG battle. And the higher cards you get, the more you win. And then when you win the round, you win attraction points, which then gets you closer to nailing the chick. That's it. <laughs> that that's that that's, fucking game. It's terrible. That's how love works in the real world, isn't it? Yeah, with cards. Uh, mm-hmm. They they literally have like clubs, spades, and all that, and you just play higher suits. And it's right. it's, it's a term. Uh, it's like it's blackjack meets speed. That's why it's, I played Magic yeah. for so many years. Well, like, then, it looks like I'm breaking out those Club Nintendo Platinum playing cards. What? No, stop it. Stop it, you guys. So that, that's pretty much it. More uh, other stuff I want to talk about. So, um, yeah, I got I got over 200 games this week. And I also got a PCFX console. Um, so I've got, like, Bahamut Lagoon, Gun Hazard, uh, Chrono Trigger. Awesome, uh, awesome, awesome. I also oh so um I also bought hasn't arrived yet and I bought that for 150 and after seeing it in action and like the fact that I missed out on donating to the Kickstarter I'm pretty stoked that I grabbed it but I grabbed Pure Solar for the Genesis um so I'm gonna be stoked to check that out um but yeah I've been playing a lot of oh diff- I, I saw you had uh, Dragon Quest Five in that lot. Yeah, I also got Dragon Quest Five. I got Dragon Quest sick. One and Two. I got all fu- like Jesus Christ. I got so many fucking soccer games though. Like, 
like I'm not kidding you. I got um I counted 22 soccer games. Um and then I got 15 dupes that I'm giving away, which are also dupes of soccer games and derby games. Uh Oh, and, are any of them Kunio Kun? Uh yes. Sick. That's the good stuff there. Yeah, I got like I got Hat Trick Hero, fucking uh, Fast Strike Stage ninety four, and Fast Strike Stage ninety four Olympic Edition. Like, I got all these weird ass uh, like I fuck Ryan Davis because not only did he get from what sounds like the sweetest lot because like when he was talking about his lot, he's like, oh, I got seven Street Fighters. Um, my yeah. lot was fifteen different soccer games in like not not some pickings, and plus it took seven fucking months. For me to get my shit, it took him two. Some of those might be seven, like soccer RPGs, like gems. No, three of them are. I already, yeah. like, I played through. <laughs> those are actually kind of cool. I picked up like translation guides. So the big two games I've been playing so far, um, no, I'm sorry, three, uh, Blazing Tornado, which is like three count bout. Uh, it's a wrestling, fucking Japanese pro wrestling game, but it's it's arcadey as fucking pretty sweet. That's on the Saturn. Sick. Um, I I'll drop that in the show notes. Uh, I I show think notes. that's become my favorite, fucking old school wrestling game. I even like it more than Three Count Bout. Uh, it plays pretty similar to Three Count Bout, but I like it more. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Magic School Lunar, and I and I have the translation guide for that up, and that is actually a lunar game that I really am. Sur- like I really wish that came out to the states and it's official. Um, I know you can get like a translated version, like Lunar Net, like labor to get a ROM that's fully translated. So like, if you don't want to be fucking weird or assholes like us who spend like money on imported consoles and stupid bullshit, and you just want to be an asshole and play it on the computer, uh, you can do it on Lunar.net. I'll try to find the link and it's fully translated. But I picked up the guide and a big mechanic. It's it's a lunar ass lunar game. It it plays. Like there's there's only one mechanic that's really cool, other than like the characters and uh, a lot of the art style and and like just the whimsy of it. Like it's definitely the most whimsical out of the three big lunar games. Bringing the whimsy. Yeah, dude, hella whimsy. That's what like when you were talking about Nino Kuni, this reminded me of this, and I hella grind in this game. Um, but the big thing that you can do in this game is you can combine magic spells in the form of Chrono Trigger. Like it's it's like it it really feels like they borrowed a lot of Chrono Trigger and like the fact that different party members do different things when paired up together and doing different spell. That's like the big draw of that game. But other than that, it plays just like a a lunar game. Uh, I I think the movement isn't as strategic as the other two though, because like uh, in other lunar games, like you move forward towards your enemies. But, like, there is actual, like, characters will have certain walk distance. So, like, they'll have to take more than one turn to make it to the enemy or the enemy will make it to them first. Like, these fucking girls, and it's primarily a female cast, by the way. Um, these girls will of just course. walk. Of course. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. all tasteful. It's all done. Except, like, some of the scripting's, like, you know, that that 90s objectivity. <laughs> but, anyway. <laughs> um but yeah, these girls will just straight walk across the screen in one round. Like it, it, I think it's like made the game a lot easier than it should be, but it's still enjoyable. Um, and then uh, I picked up this. Bef- before you go on, uh, talking about translation guides and stuff kind of reminded me. Dude, I uh, have you played Cotton on PC I have, Engine? I have not. You haven't? No. Nope. Get it. I've been wanting to. Import it. Import that shit. The US version is 350 bucks. But the Japanese version is far and away better. Really? It, and I'll it, tell well, you the why. The US version's on the CD, though. Yeah, no, it's Super CD, yeah. 
Yeah, and then Japanese. <clears throat> oh yeah, well, oh dude, Super I have CD, to yeah. get, I have to get my Turbo Duo fixed because three of my capacitors went out, so there's no sound. Mm-hmm. Shitty. No, the same dude who modifies NESs, the mm-hmm. the top loader, same dude. He's also gonna he's gonna replace all my capacitors for forty oh, bucks. Sick. Right on. There you go. In fact, here I'm gonna give this dude a shout out right now. Game hyphen tech dot com us or no, it's dot us. Just check him out. His YouTube name is also AKA Violence, and he's got like, dude, I've never seen a dude have so many like fucking like user feedback that's so positive. Like like this dude's fucking he knows a shit. Trust me, and like some of his mods are pretty crazy. So, um, do, 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 do. anyway, fuck, sorry, I'm I'm like looking <laughs> at shit, but anyway, um, no, I'll I'll probably check that. There's a lot of few card games that I'm straight gonna. Well, in- the uh, the reason I bring it up though is because the Japanese version of Cotton has voiceovers, which the American version doesn't. Huh. But when you press select on the start screen, you go to an option menu, you can change all of the text to English, so it's fully translated, translated right in the game. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Thank you for dropping that. 50 bucks versus 350 bucks, you're welcome. Yeah, but I, I am not in a rush to, like I said, like, probably, like, the most thing I'm fucking with the most is the PCFX, and, like, this is the weirdest fucking console I've ever gotten. No, it's uh, true. It looks like my computer. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like a fucking tower. Except in um, white. Um, and essentially, I got uh, an FMV fighting game. I will also drop a YouTube link. This is the silliest is fucking it, game. Is it yeah. what I think it is? It's Battle Heat. Yes! Is that Dude. the one with Asia Kong? Uh, no. No, 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 no. no. That's, uh, I'm getting Asia Kong, though. I'm getting that fucking <laughs> game. That's uh, the Queen of yes. Queens. Yes, and I already yes. ordered it, and I bought it for fucking uh, thirty bucks. And I'm that's the yes. one that's like the old Rumble Roses or some shit like that. Okay, did you ever watch Broken Pixels with like those um, with ah, Sean? Yes, yeah, yes, remember yes, like the all female wrestling league episode <laughs> game? <laughs> I got that console, and I ordered yes. that game. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> 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 it's pretty bad, dude. Uh, um, but no, Battle Heat's fucking awesome. Battle Heat is pretty much like. I, I never knew such a thing existed, and uh, Stay Dead was the only game that I thought existed. It's a, a fucking... Like, imagine Stay Dead, but playable, amazing, and fucking, like, rad as shit. So I'm, I'm putting that in the show notes, but that is, that is again, that's Japan the game. Um, <laughs> I, I have, like, like, considering the fact that I got over 220 Japanese games, I was thinking about doing a new segment for streaming called What the Fuck Japan? So you guys... uh. You guys, let me know. Uh, wh- mm. How how about whether or not I have re- I have reservations on the game. We'll talk. <laughs> uh, wait, reservations on what game that I'm going to stream? No, you don't even the, know what the game? name. The oh, name. the name? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That was the name I was toying it's, around with. You it's guys... been it's been done a few times. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll figure mind. something out. Yeah, give me. You, a, you know who me... I am with names, right? Yeah, give us a give a, help suggest a name for the show, like for like something along limelight and flashbang. Um. I was thinking about doing Elemental Gearbolt Flashbang. Yeah, that's pretty much it, dude. I've been playing a fuck ton of things. Um, I'm also gonna like talk about uh, in this week's Life to the Life Through the Pixel Glass some of the freeware indie games that I played. Um, I got. Are you still playing uh, Barkley? Shut up and jam, dude. Uh, I actually, since I've been playing a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, by the way, that game is fucking rad. Uh, I was playing a whole <laughs> bunch of other other stuff. Uh, I kind of got out of it. I'll probably go back to it again eventually, but... Dude, I think the only thing that's kind of annoying me, like, at first it was really charming, and now I just can't handle it, is, like, just, like, 
the rants that I keep getting every time I save the fucking game. Like, I, I, love, sit, I love the rants. The, button, the rants are pretty awesome. The rants are just so ridiculous, though. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I kind of I kind of stopped in the Chrono Trigger sewer. That's where I kind of hit my stopping point. Son of a bitch. All right, well, I think that's enough for uh, what's in your console. I mean, we can go on because I, I, I really managed to play a lot. But um, definitely pick up DMC. Like, that, like... It is only second to Bayonetta and barely. Like, I feel like it does so much better than Bayonetta in so many ways, but the fact that you cannot... Oh, I never even mentioned what I hated about it. You can't evade out of a committed combo. You can't... Uh-huh. Once you, you start a combo, you're committing. You cannot hit the evade button, so it, it's, it ends up getting really cheap when you know somebody's about to hit you, but you're stuck doing it, and like I feel like it takes away a lot of the strategy that that game offers for the variety of so many different things. Did you did you level up your evade to like the demon evade or the yes angel evade? I have full huh. like my evade. Yeah, no, it's just any evade. Period. Like if you do a death coil uh, combo, you're you're committed. If you do like any of the arbiter combos, any 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 weapon combo, really. Like the only thing that like you can interrupt is like a ricochet or um, surprisingly enough a drive. Uh, or I'm sorry, overdrive. It's where you hold it down and you do the uh, the blade slashes. Mm-hmm. You can interrupt that with an evade, but combos you cannot. So there will be a lot of times where like I kind of exploit it and where I, I don't feel safe enough to do a combo uh, unless I know I've cleared out a lot of people with like my scythe or my overdrive. Um, but I'm going to try my hand at Dante Must Die. So I'll see you know where that goes. I don't know. I've, I've been kind of debating Will I do Dante Must Die, or will I play it on easy so I can go back and get all the ridiculous collectibles? That there's, that's also another thing that kind of killed it to me. There's too many collectibles, and the stages are somewhat, sometimes really well designed for that shit. So, anyway, before um, we can before we continue though, there is one tiny little thing that I need to uh, mention, I, and that is I finally beat Hellfire. Oh man, I saw. I kind of forgot you were still playing that, to be honest. Yeah, that fucking game, man. I finally got... I'm Fuck the Genesis version, though. But I, I beat the PC Engine version, at least. Um, I'm, I was going to say something. Uh, is the Bullet Heaven font from that? Or it's from one of the Genesis shooters. I recognized which, it. Which one? Your the Bullet Heaven font. What Bullet Heaven font? The font. I've changed the font three times. The logo font. Which logo font? What season? Any, any of it. Like no, I used I used uh, uh, stencil for the first two seasons. Then I used accelerate in the third season, and now I'm using gunship in the fourth. The third one. The third the the third font is uh, accelerate. I don't think it's from Hellfire. I I will show not. you. I will show you exactly what Genesis game I think it came from. I'm gonna get a picture of it. Can we get the inside track on getting the fifth season to be Comic Sans? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'd can we get? Can we? Can we got? Can we, can we get some Corey or new in on that with some, some wingdings? Um, some some, wingdings. some Microsoft. <laughs> can we get some Microsoft Word clip art up in them? Up in them video productions. Yeah, I've, got would, the, I've got the fifth season logo worked out already. So no. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Fuck, man, so close. All right, violence in video games.
Man, Janes, I wish I had time to read some books, but books are so f***ing long. Yeah. What will I ever do? Yeah, all those words and pages, and plus they kill trees. And we got to love some trees. Gots to. Gots to love them trees. Well, you guys are all in luck. For you, listeners of Press Pod Radio, Audible is offering free audiobook downloads with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I would recommend a certain book that uh, I, I think would be the best to listen to, especially if you haven't checked it out yet, The Hobbit. And even though you guys might be excited or reinterested in the aspect that the fact that Peter Jackson is doing a movie on The Hobbit, I think this is the first real-life scenario where either reading, or in this case, listening to the book, will be a lot shorter and faster than going and watching the movies. So there's my recommendation. <laughs> hey guys, you need some time to play games? Got some women up your butt? Get the Audible edition of Fifty Shades of Grey. Pass it right on. Oh boy. I, I'm i gonna... Alright, that's your legitimate recommendation. That's we'll my recommendation. Well, anyway, there's plenty of books. There's actually over 100,000 books that you guys can check out. And you get free reign to do so. All you got to do is visit audibletrial.com slash radio and sign up for a free trial. All right, so this topic, um, I don't I don't know. I always feel kind of shaky talking about it because it, it's been revisited and visited so many different times. But with the recent events of tragedies that we've already discussed earlier in you know in the most respectful fashion we can because to be completely honest i don't enjoy open debate on that matter however the implications that surround it and how it affects how we play and live uh from here on out on on the uh you know on the uh, the aftermath of it I, i did feel was necessary to talk about and the fact that there's been tighter restrictions put on uh, violent video game sales, which I'm fully for, but as of late, I feel like creative freedom's kind of been taken apart with games. And I don't know if I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to open up this topic where people are just talking about violent. There's nothing but violent video games out there. I'm gonna throw this out there, and I'm gonna say honestly in the most objective way I can, and I'm gonna ask you guys if you agree. I kind of feel like this generation has quite honestly the lowest amount of violent games in it in comparison to how far we've come. Maybe the lowest no, amount. I don't think. I don't I don't know because you got like you got the most visceral violence in games this generation. You've got Kratos ripping a guy's head off with his bare hands. You've got guys getting chainsawed in half and their guts spewing everywhere. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna follow you up on that one, but uh Okay, I, mean, I didn't to be honest, I didn't throw that aspect, so I will I will concede in that. But I'm talking about like just the amount of them, but in terms of the the actual graphic nature, yeah, no, this is definitely the worst. Uh, yeah, I but know. I don't know. I, I can't. I don't think I follow you there either because every year it's another carbon copy of a friggin' violent game. I don't know. I feel like most indie games, like there's a lot of puzzlers. There's a lot of there's a lot of simulations and dancers and and other stuff. Platformers. Yeah, but. Uh, did I just hear you say indie games? Because I don't think indie games are the forefront of the uh, mainstream media's minds. True. All right. I, I touche. We're, we're talking there. like big budget. We've got a ton of money in advertising. Buy. Uh, here, here's a game. Gun porn and uh, people may or may not be. Uh, um, what's the word? Uh, shit. 
I had it. I'll get that. I'll get back to you. Well, you've you've also you also got the fact that inspired. There's the word popular, inspired to buy guns. When when people think freaking video games this generation, they think Call of Duty, and that's about as violent as you can get in a video game for the most part. You stab a guy in the throat. You sick dogs on people. I mean, doesn't help. Doesn't help the matter at all, really. But well, I'm trying to think of right now, like the major titles that were released last year, uh, how violent each of them were. Because I'm trying to think. Um, let's see, Mass Effect Three, to be honest, was probably the most least violent in terms of graphic portrayal. Yeah, and it's so Dude, funny because that game got labeled. Um, that game got labeled too, and it got hit with a lot of controversy. Again, like I feel like fuck, dude. Like Bioware can't catch a break, but that was one of the uh, quote unquote offenders that were thrown into the debate that was sparked by the recent events in the last couple months. And I and I, I can't even fucking picture that one. That, I would that also, is that is. I would uh, also, I would also argue that Halo, uh, shouldn't be bundled in there either. No, that I mean. Granted, there there's a bit of um, there's a bit of blood spatter that that's done to to such a detail, but like a it's lot of it's blood, fictional. Though. Yeah, it's fictional. Well, yeah, so that's it. Like, I I'm I'm not even sure where the M rating in Halo comes from. Uh, it's still I mean it's still graphic, man. I mean the thing those not things still scream and bleed. Yeah, and yeah, and, and the stealth kills are pretty brutal as well. When you yeah. get down to the stealth kills and stuff. Yeah, but, but we can agree that it's definitely a soft M, right? Yeah, it's a soft M. Uh, I don't know. It's so funny how we we have these degrees, but I mean, I, maybe it's just desensitive, like the desensitivity of like portrayal of violence. But I feel like video games kind of get that rap because of the level of interactivity. I mean, so many, so much time, like a movie or even even a book or comics or graphic novels. Anytime anything like that comes into play, uh, there's a disconnect in the minds of like other individuals, be the media or adults who aren't who aren't a part of the medium or the lifestyle that those things center around. And when they kind of evaluate that with their kids, I've noticed like like we all have little brothers or we all have exposure to kids in some form, and it's just it boggles my mind that violent media in terms of movies and in just television or or books of that matter are more and more overlooked or I, I think excused is probably what I'm looking for in in lieu of uh, video games as a contrast just because video games has that level of interactivity there's a simulation and like I don't know what it is the fact that there's a simulation people put this connection that they feel like it, the simulation is going to bridge to actual violent behavior and well you got to also look at the way that you know I mean, this argument's been brought up a lot, but when it comes to, like, entertainment mediums, video games is still a young industry, for the most part. I mean, what, it it took about 20 years, 20 or so years for the comic book code to hit, roughly, and that's when they started, like, really censoring comic books a lot. So, so, I mean, if you can, um, you're going to get to the point where it's going to eventually happen, I mean, it will, where it's going to be more more like the movie industry where ratings actually matter. And and also, another comment, parents need to watch what they're freaking by their kids. Plain and simple. Yeah. If more... if little if little Jimmy is out back killing cats, don't buy him Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And and it's so sad too because we all have little Jimmy's in our life. 
I just, I don't, in, in some way or other, we, we've had like that exposure and we know those kids and like, I, I don't feel like video games really exasperated it. They're fucking shitty just the way they are. Like, I think like there's an instinctual thing where that like, I don't, I will never argue against that media doesn't have some sort of influence, but I don't think it's to the grand extreme that, that, you know, uh, naysayers have kind of publicized it to be. No, I, it's, yeah. I really don't think. Yeah. I, I think you've got a point there. I think, uh, it's it's blown completely out of proportion, especially when they start uh, factoring in bullshit uh, studies that are like 10, 20 years old, right? True. Like, I mean, even then, uh, again, we're kind of bringing up some old stuff, but like, this is an argument that's gone on uh, since the early 90s with Mortal Kombat really coming to the front. Mortal Kombat was the fucking genesis of like this entire debate, and it was so this day, one of the most graphically depictive games in, in terms of anything in, 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 in as far as violent media is concerned. I mean, all we really had were like comical actions of like skull crushing stomps from platformers. And that's it. I mean, it was so fucking cartoon. But even then, around that time, Tom and Jerry was constantly getting pulled off the air and put back on the air and changed just from its violent nature. I mean, everything was kind of being attacked for video, uh, for you know, influences and in violent media, um, and yet I don't know. I feel like feel like video games have kind of gotten harder just because of the fact of simulation. And I kind of want to ask, like, do, do you guys feel like it has that harder influence because you're you're able that level of interaction makes a difference? Like, does it really? I don't, I don't know. In my case, it hasn't. Like, I've never played Mortal Kombat and said, man, I want to get into a fight and rip that guy's fucking head off, right? It just doesn't work that way. Um, but I don't know, maybe because of maybe, uh, uh, let's see here. Like, if kids, for example, you look at kids these days, right? And James has a point. You really shouldn't be buying uh, eight-year-olds Call of Duty. Because I'm hearing more and more kids make references to what they would do if it was Call of Duty. And I don't know, uh, just from what I've I've heard the li kids literally say, uh, maybe there is kind of a point, but only because their minds are a little more susceptible to it. Well, I think as a general too, like, and, and you can't really blame video games, but some it's not, it's just there's so much media out there that's already reached and hit so many different things i mean again you really just have to look at the generational gap of what's considered uh taboo in relation to others like for example i mean fucking 50 shades of gray as bad as that book is is the new catcher in the rye the kids to this day will read catcher in the rye and like there used when i was going to school and i don't want to fucking sound old i know we talked about how fucking how i, I was dreading just that that title but when we all went to school, we were told about like the controversy behind Catcher in the Rye, and yeah, there's some adult matter, but it's the way it's handled has has no, it holds no weight to some of the shit that we've expressed, like <clears throat> Walking Dead, for example, and something of that nature. Like, it's it's just that with every line you cross, I mean, you can't really paraphrase it. Like that line's already been crossed by someone somewhere, and there's only. There, I feel like there are lines that aren't meant to be crossed, and we've talked about that before in other forms of media. Not going to really make too many strong illusions there, but 
in video games, I don't know, man. There, there's a lot of different things that kind of just ties back into the statue where I feel like James also brought up the fact that we're such a young medium, but like movies and books have already touched so many different aspects. And, and like, it's not only just until recently, there, there have been stories that have compelled people to cry, to, to feel after interacting with them, let alone like become attached or otherwise, you know, grossed out. Like, how many of you guys have, and, and like, admit this, honestly admit this, growing up, how many of you guys gotten queasy or otherwise could not handle, uh, the graphic portrayal of, of like violence from a movie and you, you almost felt like you had throw up in your mouth? Like, you just could not handle it. You'll, like, everybody will have that one movie. Uh, I still, I still kind of get a little uneasy with certain situations today. Like, uh, let's see, what was that movie? Uh, District 9. When the guy's fingernails were coming off. Nah, can't handle that. I'm not good with torture porny movies. I can't. Well, I mean, I can handle Saw to a point, but I can't handle, like, Hostile. I will never watch that movie. That's not even good anyway. I know it's not good, but I can't, <laughs> I can't, ha- I can't handle movies where they focus on some guy getting, like, his skin tore off. Or, like, that the Red Band trailer for fucking Evil Dead with a... She licks the freaking razor blade. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I'm not going to go see this movie. I just yeah, want to see Pacific Rim. I want to see robots punch giant monsters. That's what <laughs> I, want to see. I, I still got to check out that trailer. I still have yet to check out that trailer. I feel like I'm, I'm you know, I'm really down. missing out. I am. I'm missing out. But the point I'm trying to make with here, and by the way, like the, that movie for me, and still to this day, is The Fly. I can I'll I'll always cringe every time I watch The Fly. I'll I'll cringe anytime I see anything Cronenberg. Cronenberg's fucking that man is that man is insane. That man is insane. But anyway, um how many of us have felt like that from a video game though? I can't name one. I cannot name a time where I legitimately felt uneasy. Like I think uh, the closest was in Heavy Rain with that lauded scene that I want to put too much specifics, and that's just because of the way it was handled. Because the, and it, it's, it's, I think it's all dependent on interaction. And if there's a disconnect like that in interaction, that that alone kind of sells the fact that like the, this fucking parable, uh, like I don't know, it's hyperbole in regards to violent effects from violent media on video games, like holds no weight to me. I'm trying to think of a video game that made me feel like that. It's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because I don't think there is. We have not reached that level yet. So the fact that we have not reached that level to some extent really, I feel, debunks like what kind of effect it may have on us when we carry ourselves in a real world in terms of how we interact with people in a confrontational sense. Like, no matter like how fucking stupid or antagonistic people may be of all ages, and I mean of all ages, or, or racist or ignorant or bigots, like online it's the anomaly or the just the anomaly of the internet uh and what it can provide to where there's a disconnect with with direct contact to where we can be dickheads and assholes to each other and those people for the most part and i and i'm and I'm saying this for the generous most part aren't going to carry that into real life conversations to where they're going to be like that in the workplace or or something of that nature i just i don't i don't feel like these these massacres of late like have, have really had a direct inspiration from fucking games. And even then, like, you know, there's also um, The Dark Knight Rises. Remember those shoots? Like, that, that was all bad, too. And video games didn't really come into play with that one. But No, but, I mean, it's it's a lot of 
I mean, what's the easiest thing to point the finger at? I mean, if especially when you got something like video games where you can literally do everything that we're talking about with uh with with in terms of like, you know, grab a gun, go kill a guy, grab a chainsaw gun, go chop a guy in half, uh tear a dude's head off, beat up someone mercilessly, have sex with a hooker, beat her up and get your money back. All, all that stuff that, you know, I mean, that's kind of a cliche of video games in a lot of senses. It's, it's, it's just the, the way that that we're we're portrayed. I mean, I mean, we're the easiest thing to blame because, as we've gotten more graphically heavy and we can put more adult stuff into our games, that's what we're gonna do. I mean, that's the way that that it works. I mean, until that, until they can actually like, I mean, look at not just, not just like the Mass Effect stuff from recent, but look what happened with like Mass Effect. I mean, this isn't violence, but look what happened with the the sex scene with back in Mass Effect One. How that, how that kind of built. If we do anything that's even kind of taboo, taboo, it gets a big shit. In fact, I'm actually kind of surprised that the no Russian mission didn't get more more crap than it did. To be completely honest with you, uh, the airport terminal mission. Yeah. That no yeah. Russia. Um. Yeah, that one did get still quite a bit of crap. It did get quite mm-hmm. a bit of crap. I'm actually surprised it didn't get more crap. But then again, I'm, I I don't ever watch the news, so I don't know. Well, yeah, I just I feel like it didn't really get all that much though, only because, again, uh, I I don't really feel like I had a direct correlation with any real life events. Like, for example, Portal Two got some really negative press because of the I'm I'm and we all know it. It's all facetious and all just incredibly stupid and lighthearted, but. Because of the uh, the adoption jokes, like, I bet you were adopted, like, certain families with adopted children, like, rallied and campaigned against it and made this huge news ordeal over it. We did a feature on it a while back. And, yeah, I still really, I, I can't believe that that even reached a level, of, the level of controversy that it did. And that people were genuinely offended. It's like they completely... It's like they completely overlooked the context of the game because it served their purpose to like label it with something negative, mm-hmm. and and I don't I don't see, I don't know. This gives them a target. That's just the way everything works. I mean, some something else will come along, and and it'll be the new target thing. But, but like, I don't know. I feel like maybe this is a bit close-minded of me to say, but I really feel like this this topic, this thing that we're talking about, is. At this point, I feel like we've reached a level other than, okay, well, all right, let me change up what I'm about to say. But this is the big, I think the the biggest hurdle there, I feel comfortable saying that. The biggest hurdle that's keeping games from reaching the respect and and recognition as as a legitimate media platform of expression and art that it is because of this label and stigma that it carries with violent, uh, with violent games. And I really, and I, again, I'm gonna blame that on the on the fact that there's a they, there's a bridge of interaction that like parents feel more leery of to fucking blame or associate negativity towards or just media in general, because again, a kid a kid can watch a GI Joe or Death Wish or some action film or some bullshit. A kid can watch The Expendables, and you know, for the most part, that's never really going to come into play. It's when that kid picks up something that allows him to manipulate the actions of that that 
action star with a gun in his hand and what he does with it, that's what sets off fucking people. And I just don't understand like why the context and everything else around it doesn't play a role. It's I don't know. Do you guys feel like we're ever gonna hit that point eventually? Yeah, I I, I think we are. I mean, look at I mean we've had some advances like this year. I mean, fucking what was it? Journey won a didn't Journey won like a Grammy or something or an Oscar? It was or nominated like for an Oscar. Nominated and a for an Oscar, yeah, and a Grammy. So I mean, I mean we're gradually getting steps to actually be a res- respected institute. About I mean Ebert can kiss my ass. I don't care what the hell he thinks. But what was the? Uh, there was already a game though that uh, that won. A Grammy. What was that? I don't remember. It was uh, the last year or the year before that, but uh, yeah, there, there was already a game that's won a Grammy. Hmm. So, I mean, that's obviously a step, but you know what? I don't think we're ever going to hear the end of it until um, until we see like a, a guild or a an association, like the comic books, uh, the comic book writers guild, or the uh, um, the MPAA or the RIAA, once things end up like that in these huge conglomerates, I think that's when we're going to hear the end of it because the almighty dollar speaks volumes. The almighty mm-hmm. dollar already speaks volumes, though. Right, I know. So it's a, it's an inevitability, right? True, but I I, I don't know. I feel like in, in C, we're kind of hitting that point where like cinemas hit to where... Um, you know, mo- there, there, there's a big divide between who goes and watches movies for the like, dude. Especially right now, it's gotten even worse. I mean, they're gonna remake. Speaking of the Fly, they're remaking the Fly. They're doing a Jurassic Park four. They're remaking RoboCop. Like, yeah, the, the the bankruptcy of creativity and and thoughtful scripture and and, and writing or narrative or just anything remotely appealing in cinematography to me dwindles more and more. I, I used to can like just pride myself on movies and like, I can't stand movies anymore. And like the movies that I enjoy, I feel like, you know, nobody likes it's just, it's weird. Like, you know, I still to this day will be the only fan of sucker punch that I know. And I've I don't never care. Seen it. I'd probably like it. Well, maybe, I don't know. It's like, I, you have to make a lot of different connections that most people weren't willing to make. Like uh, the best description that I can give is, if you if you're a fan of Ernest Hemingway in terms of writing, um, like apply that 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 uh, thematic writing um, to like the scripting and pacing, uh, uh, a narrative of Sucker Punch, and then the other half of it is just like fucking deviant art in the movie. Well, <laughs> I also, I'm it. also the only person I know of that liked fucking Live Free or Die Hard. So I, I did like Live Free and Die Hard. I really I, liked Live Free and Die Hard. I, it wasn't too bad, actually, yeah. Story does not matter to me if it just has some crazy over-the-top action. That's why I like Ninja Assassin, too. I like Ninja I, Assassin. I, well, I like both of those aspects in Live Free or Die Hard, but I will not um, support the newest Die Hard movie. That's where I finally think John McClane has broken my heart. I cannot, I cannot stomach <laughs> that John McClane Jr. Buddy? is fucking fighting Hans Gruber Jr. You can't do that to me why in real not? life. Why not? Let's do it. Let, no. Let's have some fun with it. Didn't I, you see them jump through the building with a helicopter? I mean, how are you going to top? I mean, live for your die hard. He, took, he takes down a Harrier jet with his bare hands. How are you expecting to top that? Dude, you gotta have I, I'm, I'm two willing to live McClane's. Little... Twice the McLean. That's how. Man. I don't know. I'll try to approach it with an uh, open mind. But I don't know. I, I feel like I want my tasteless 
gore porn uh, in video games, as far as that's concerned, like Splatterhouse, for example, the new modern retake of Splatterhouse, I really liked that game. Just like the original Splatterhouse and the intention that it was, it, it's just like, it kind of fills a niche. It's just, you know, David Cronenberg, shit like that. Like, people enjoy that kind of medium. And, like, I feel like we have every right to if we really want creative freedom to be recognized as something that can be accepted in, in what we do. And violence is central in that. Violence has been around since the man, like, the age of man, and it's never going away. But I don't feel like media propagates it. I feel like, if anything, just animosity and, and poor upbringings really do. And just war in general. The news. Publicizing that shit. Real life events that have some sort of influence. Media is a term of escape. Not influence. And I don't know. That's, that's, that's me resting my case on that issue. Parents need to read the SRB ratings. They're posted on the glass at Walmart. They're posted at the front of every store. Just read the ratings. Look at the back of the box. Don't give your kid money and send them in there. Or just have them bring something up to you and you go to the counter and buy it. Look at the ratings. That's what they're there for. So that this shit doesn't happen. You wouldn't let your kid go to rate it on a movie, would you? Some parents do this day and age. Yeah. Um... Uh, I don't know. Uh, historically, I've never really been drawn to violent games to begin with. So when you posed the question earlier, can you think of a game that's caused you to wince or turn away? Not really, because I don't play that stuff. It doesn't really interest me that much. Um, if I was to... We talked about this a little bit with uh, parenting and gaming, too. Uh, I would... Uh, and I do try to keep uh, my daughter away from that sort of stuff as much as humanly possible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's there's evidence to the contrary of the uh, violence and video games correlation. And then there's stuff that I see that sort of does point to it. But I think as long as uh, as you're keeping your your children away you know, within reason of that sort of sort sort of uh, mindless violence. And, like, if you start hearing them say, oh, yeah, you know, I wish I had this and I, I wish I had that so I could do this and that, that's the time where you have to say, okay, we need to talk about this or, okay, you need to see someone about this and well, sort of nip it in the bud before it can um, fully appreciate into the horrors that we've seen within the last while. Yeah, and, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like fiction plays a role in it too because like i don't know i know this may make me sound like a really irresponsible human being but for the hypothetical uh state uh you know if we if we were just to talk about it in, in nature that that correlates with the topic that we're discussing right now if i had children and um they wanted to play a mature game i would not I would not completely alienate them from some, but because there's some that I think handle subject matter that I feel like could be educational to some extent. Um, so, for example, uh, I don't know. Like, there's something about like a certain disconnect with fiction. Like, I think when it when it when it simulates a real life scenario, like Call of Duty, that's a war simulator that that involves the actual politics and life, uh, military lifestyle, and and like operations that. Like, you know, even with Black Ops 2 and what they and just the uh, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The advisal 
they got in certain scrupulous characters that they they fucking seek the advisal from. They're trying to emulate more and more a, a real life scenario, but with insane, stupid fucking action movie writing. So it's kind of a weird hand in hand. Still, though, it's it's got a, a realistic tension to it. Uncharted. Uncharted is, is subliminally violent in ways that like I cannot defend it. I mean, I won't lie. Nathan Drake murders a lot of fucking dudes and he brutally breaks them down or or fucking beats like he fucking does some irreparable shit and he does even more irreparable shit with a gun constantly. And you know, it's really hard to explain that context because none of the gravity of, of the the shit that he does is really portrayed in the game. He's he's incredibly casual about taking lives when he needs to to further his game. Which kind of makes him, in my eyes till this day, a bit of an anti-hero. He's not, you know, he's not that fucking saint that the, the stories kind of treat him to be. Well, they don't treat him to be, but still, like, he's kind of got a saint image when he really shouldn't. Um, there was another game that I really kind of wanted to touch on that um, kind of does address that. Um, fuck, man. I can't. That, that just kind of escaped me. Um, but, yeah, and then there's, like, Halo where there's there's a bit of censorship in the way that you know death is handled i mean death to any form even though we'll hardly see it in a lot of media for children like uh, as of this generation like i said i went back we i was talking about gargoyles um there are two cartoons that i can distinctly remember out of all the repertoire of fucking cartoons that um that have actually addressed the concept of death and have actually portrayed it in their runs two cartoons um, and they happen to be two of my, one of my favorite, most cherished cartoons of my childhood, Mighty Max and Gargoyles. And those also happen to have aged the best and are uh, still immensely rewatchable to this day. And I feel like if you handle it in a proper context that I think you can expose children to it, but the parenting's got to be there. Regardless, I think we can all agree parenting has got to be there. The upbringing yeah. and enforcement has got to be there. Definitely on that. Rennis Tempter was fucked up when I was a kid. God damn. Wait, what was <laughs> fucked up when you were a kid? <clears throat> Ren and Stimpy. Oh, well, yeah. Just yeah, because John K is fucking insane. Like, he, there's so much shit that he fought constantly with Nickelodeon to even air. And then he felt so proud when he got Adult Party out. And then, and then once I saw what all the Hubble Blue was about with Adult Party... None of it was even funny, man. It was all shock factors. I yeah, I barely got through the first half of the first episode of Adult. No, I got. We watched all. There's only yeah. four episodes of Adult Party. Yeah, I know. And like, I don't know. And then like, I don't. Know, John K's fucking weird with certain shit. Like, you know, what's funny. When I was a kid, I fucking hated Ripping Friends, but now I'm older and I like Ripping Friends. What's another thing that John K's done? Shit, I don't remember. He's an asshole. <laughs> I think his Kickstarter <laughs> failed too, and I really wanted his Kickstarter to work. Oh, he did um Goddamn George something. It was a web series. Uh the fucking George character from Ren and Stimpy. The Amer George American. Yeah, George American. Something of that nature. I don't know, I'll have to find it. But anyway, um topic end? Episode end? I think so. Sure. Alright, fucking done. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you enjoyed what you listened to in this week's episode, dude, just fucking just, oh, just download it. Just, mm, just subscribe to it. Um, so 
I feel really stupid because we've been talking about this for a while, um, but I'm just going to go and uh, 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 bring it into light because I don't know if the rest of us knew. Um, there's no Zune anymore, even for like <laughs> podcasts or anything. So um, I, I checked that out recently when I was doing some house cleaning for our fucking feeds and we're not on Zune because there is no Zune. So um, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, <laughs> check us out there and review us there. That's really awesome. We, dude, we have a shit ton of reviews hitting the site. Just last week alone, um, we had Devil May Cry. We had uh, Virtual Fighter 2. We had a bunch of stuff that we're catching up on. And then we've got Nino Kuni, Anarchy Reigns, You Have to Win the Game, Sonic the Fighters, and uh, Fighting Vipers just hit the site. And we've still got, um, shit, we, like, we've still got fucking, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance and Dead Space 3 being <coughs> the two big ones next month. Um, Runner 2. Oh, yeah, and Runner 2. I got Unepic uh, coming as well. And there's Unepic. Um, by the way, I played the Dead Space 3 demo. Oh, I'm fucking, I'm so sad. I'm, there's, I'm finding people either sad or happy. I'm in the sad camp. Shit, Aww. like, dude... Because two two was just done so well. It was it took like the aliens route, and I was so happy. And I'm like, I don't know what they're gonna do in three, and three just feels like a shitty mishmash of Resident Evil Five and Lost Planet from the demo. As far as the way like I played it so far, like it, oh, I don't know. But well, that's more on the next episode. Uh, you can check you know, out all I of it. I kind of got that vibe too, just looking at the trailer. Dude, it's yeah. You you should play the demo. I believe the demo uh, the demo went public, but I, I like I got an exclusive. I completely forgot to talk about that, but whatever. Like I, that's it. That's probably all I had to say. Um, the weapon crafting system that they fucking laud so much. It's it's not that awesome. It really isn't. It's kind of random, actually. There's no rhythm to it. But that that's more in the next show. Honestly, I want to hear what Andrew has to say about it because I have a feeling he's gonna be really positive about it. Um, positive about everything. I know, <laughs> except. Except good shit that's hard, apparently. <laughs> Anything that's too hard, because you got to play in monkey mode. Um, but yeah, dude, join our forums. Check us out. Like, Apply to us on Facebook. And we got some Facebook commentary that says, uh, when we upload our podcast right away, that they're they're not sometimes listenable. I'll get that corrected. It's just some feed issues. Uh, check out the newest Indie Drone, by the way. Uh, Indie Drone's going to get back in a regular schedule. Bullet Heaven seems like it's going to come back in hard-hitting force, and we're streaming a fuck ton of games. Um, I'm I'm really, even though I got like a bunch of requests to stream Way of the Warrior, I really want to stream High, Highlander for the Jaguar CD. Oh. As, that is Resident Evil before Resident Evil, and it's bad, but it's so bad it's good. <laughs> it's so bad it's good. Like, it, I, I, don't, I don't know how to talk about it. I'll just have to play it for you, you guys. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm definitely probably gonna gonna stream that. Um, and then other than that, join our forums, Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and uh, anything else that we should talk about, fellas? Buy my music. There you go. Buy Sarah's music. Oh, Game Fest. We're blacklighting it up next week. I'll get a fucking schedule out and a post up. Me and Andrew are going to do that. And we're going to also do League of Legends. And I think I can play that. Not League of Legends, but Blacklight. Yeah. No, you you should play League of Legends because Andrew and James. Oh, maybe not so much James. I think James actually was really indifferent. But Andrew can like, I'm popping my League of Legends cherry 
with it. I've only seen it played. I really have not sat down and played it. I don't think Andrew's actually played League of Legends. <laughs> you don't think? Okay, so fuck I've, it. Well, I've played League of Legends. I do enjoy it. From time well, to we're time. game festing that as well because it's also in high request. So, but Blacklight's first, and that's next week. That's the only other thing I want to touch. And uh, we're also going to be at GDC and PAX East. So look for us there, and we're also going to be doing some coverage there. Oh, you're not. Good night. Good fight. Tidy. Whitey? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fucking worst ending ever. <laughs> <laughs>